expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with the easy news. The TIEX opened up 45 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,992 on turnover of 3.3 billion NT. The market closed little changed on Tuesday after investors locked in early gains. And analysts say investors' sentiment was muted during the session due to concerns over possible further volatility in U.S. markets amid a likely continued spike in yields of U.S. Treasury bills. The National Students' Union of Taiwan is calling on the government to take concrete action to protect Hong Kong political dissidents. The call comes after dozens of pro-democracy figures in the city were charged this past weekend under a national security law. Union representatives are urging lawmakers to support a proposal to require the cabinet to conduct an annual report on the status of human rights and political autonomy in Hong Kong and to formulate responses to any abuses it uncovers. And they're also hoping the government will raise admissions and transfer quotas for students from Hong Kong and provide safe channels for Hong Kongers seeking shelter from persecution to come to Taiwan. Transport officials say work to move some Taiwan Railways Administration stations underground in Taoyuan will begin in April of next year. The Railway Bureau says the move is expected to contribute to swifter rail transit in northern Taiwan. The two-phase project will see Taoyuan, Zhongli and Neili stations move underground by 2029, while another five underground stations will be added to the line, and it's hoped they can begin operations in 2030. According to the Taoyuan City's Department of Rapid Transit Systems, the 17.9-kilometer line will be linked to an extended route from the existing Taoyuan Airport Metro via Zhongli Station, which is expected to be completed in 2028. In international news, Myanmar's UN ambassador insists he remains the country's permanent representative to the United Nations, despite a military coup he strongly condemns. But Myanmar's foreign ministry has informed the UN that the ambassador has been terminated and his deputy is now in charge. The dispute over who is recognized as Myanmar's ambassador is under discussion and could end up in the 193-member General Assembly. UN spokesperson Stefan Dujar confirmed on Tuesday that the UN received two contradictory letters and is reviewing the next steps. He calls it a very unique situation we have not seen in a long time. 
Meanwhile, the chairman of mining giant Rio Tinto says he will stand down over the destruction of 46,000-year-old caves in Western Australia. Sean Bindley reports. The company made the announcement today and Thompson will be joined on the sideline by non-executive director Michael Estrange when he steps down before next year's annual meeting of shareholders. Mr Lestrange has been widely criticised for his internal review of the incident. The company's former chief executive and two other executives resigned last year over the destruction of the caves. Thompson says as chairman he's accountable for the decision making that saw the sacred Aboriginal site destroyed. In Brisbane I'm Sean Bindley. And reggae music legend Bunny Whaler has died in his native Jamaica at the age of 73. The singer's manager says the three-time Grammy winner died on Tuesday from complications from a stroke he had last July. The singer, born Neville Livingston, formed the Whalers in 1963 with the late Bob Marley and Peter Tosh. They catapulted to international fame with the album Catch a Fire and also helped popularize Rastafarian culture among Jamaicans starting in the 1970s. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.